0: Welcome to the Think Free Rebellion, the podcast for independent thinkers to rebel against ignorance, manipulation, dogma, doctrine, and the fears and temptations that stop us being ourselves and living our best lives. Go to MakeRelationshipsSimple.com to join us at an event or find more information.
1: Tonight, we're talking about artisanal relationships. And by artisanal, what I mean is that most people do things by default. So most people um, basically go along with a the condition, and they go along with what everyone else tells them, like from the media and so on. So we've become in a commoditized world where everything can be manufactured and comes off cheaply and most efficiently and most effectively there's become a great market for artisanal products for things that are are done the traditional way, hand done with great skill, with great care and of better quality. So I look at a lot of people do relationships um, in by kind of the, like the rights of our culture. And it's, it's that they, it's with like a diamond engagement ring. It's with a big expensive wedding. It's with the big house or the big car and luxury holidays as like as if that they're the things that are going to make you happy. And by contrast, I think an artisanal relationship is where you get two skilled, like relationally skilled individuals who build the relationship that's right for them, that they can both thrive in, and so it's, it's custom built uh, and it's built with skill. It's distinctive, and it disregards the traditions or the customs that doesn't serve them. So you were talking in the breakout rooms about five qualities, and I went into each room really just to see how or where you were for time, so I know when to bring you back and it looked like you were agreeing five between each of the group is that is that what you did okay um right do we can we have a spokesperson for each
0: yeah i don't mind being spokesperson for my group hi sarah if that's okay group
1: okay i think you've got the the go-aheads um so um uh what about sandra or fernando who which uh, was it it was yeah it was fernando and sandra you were in a small group Sandra, would you like to be this i think she's looking for the mute button yeah, <laughs> that's that. <right. laughs> okay. Um, all right. And we have
2: yeah, probably me,
1: Errol, Errol, Alan, or Estella, <laughs> the eating group. That's right. We are the more social group. Okay. Um, are you are you happy with that, Alan? Yeah, I will go ahead. Thanks. Okay. All right. So let's have. Um, sandra errol and sarah um, okay so we'll have a discussion of the five qualities um, so if you each argue your case um, and let's see how different they are and what we come up with so should we go with okay should we go ladies first uh we we'll start with sarah sandra and then i will bring it up in the rear
0: Okay, we thought that um, I'm going to take one of the top qualities from each person because we didn't come up with five as a group. We had five each, so we've got 15. But I'm okay. going to take one from each of us, so it's fair. But playfulness and fun.
1: I, I, can I Can I just pause you a minute, um, Sarah? Okay, definitely. so um, Nicole and Janos were in your group, weren't they? Absolutely. Um, so you can private message Sarah, if you want, if you want to change or or whatever, as she's explaining. Sorry, uh, go on, Sandra. No, Sarah. Oh, Sarah, sorry. It's all the S's.
0: Yes, no worries. Um, So, playfulness, we thought, was a really major key ingredient in the relationship. Obviously, there's a time to be serious and to reason things out. But also, there needs to be some levity and a way to diffuse any conflict and make, not to make fun, but to give it levity, I think is crucial.
1: Okay. So So would that also be classed as fun and humour?
0: I don't know. Playfulness might be something slightly more reciprocity. Like humour can come from one person, but might not be shared. But to be playful, I think, I don't know, we were assuming there was some reciprocity in there, you know? Okay. Should I go on to the next question? Yeah, yeah, no, keep... Kindness, this is something that would have been not even something that I would have considered years ago, but now I'm getting a bit older. Kindness is so vital, so, so... Compassion and kindness. And um, we also mentioned all these things like acceptance, support, all come under the umbrella of kindness. Unconditional love, that was... really big one that came out of our group wow unconditional love That what that means is when someone's really feeling depressed or down that they're not judged or criticized as kindness compassion there's it just goes such a long way in a relationship
1: okay um we're, we're going to limit you to to five though
0: yeah so i think i've said five so it's sex. six Oh, so, OK, so just cross the last one off then.
1: Which one? The unconditional love?
0: Oh, no. Or, or compassion? Compassion. Just cross compassion off. We don't need compassion, do we anymore?
1: OK. <laughs> OK, thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back to you. Okay, OK, Sandra.
3: OK, I'm going to leave out the ones that
1: Sarah has already mentioned. Oh, no, no, no. no you got to pick five. Right, so I'm going to leave out those two understanding. So we're going to refine to five from everyone. Yeah, okay.
3: Um, Fernando gave some very interesting insights, which I think I will use as the first three. Um, he talked about um, personal development as being important, somebody who is evolving, but not only evolving in of themselves, but um, enabling you to also grow by encouraging you and um, you know participating in, in your evolution as well, which I thought was quite quite nice um, and from that he also brought up uh, in this evolution bringing about increasing compatibility as a couple within the within the couple.
1: growing together.
3: Yeah, you're growing more together rather than growing apart. Okay. So um, I, I suppose in that sense, your evolution is, is in parallel. In, in a way, if you look at it, it's congruent. Um, and then, of course, um, looking at beauty. And uh, beauty in the person, and that embodies not just not the physical, not just the physical, but the spirit, um, sense of self, and what they add to the relationship, which would embody the whole thing about um, humor and all of those things. Right, 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 Fernando. So
1: yeah, physical right. and emotional and spiritual beauty. and spiritual, yes,
3: yes, and and kindness and all of those other. Um, attributes and then um for me i thought of confidence and having the confidence to nurture your own individual growth but and it it, no way it it copies fernando in a sense having that confidence to not um restrict your partner's um journey your partner's evolution so confidence. And then um, social conscience is the other one, uh, which speaks to things like love of nature, um, treating people with respect. I think that, is that five?
1: Yes, that's five. Okay. All right. Okay. It's interesting because you when you look at your list is gonna be a very different person from Sarah's group's list. Um, Okay, thank you. Errol. Okay. So
2: we thought uh, loyalty was one of the key attributes. uh, That's, I mean, I I don't think we meant blind loyalty, but loyalty in the sense that the person is committed to the relationship um, rather than kind of eyes being somewhere else, maybe. Um, The other one we had was uh, uh, Trustworthiness, under which we kind of saw things like, Integrity, honesty, all being part of that, overall general uh, approach as well. Um, The other one we had was, Supportive, so the person is there for you when you need them. Um, uh, we kind of saw, loving, caring, potentially even kindnesses, uh, I think Sarah was uh, talking about earlier on. All being in that sort of supportive there, that person is there for you. Um, they will help you hopefully. Um, humor certainly came into it. We didn't quite label it, playfulness, but I mean, you know, being fun person to be around with rather than just looking, you know, glass half empty all the time, kind of a bit depressing. Um, And the other one we had was uh, communication. Uh, Somebody who is communicative, who will maybe express their feelings, or express their thoughts. Um, I mean, I don't think we meant verbal diarrhea by the way, like me, but something a bit more, uh, a bit more sort of, somebody gets their point across, so that uh, you know uh, you can understand them you can kind of understand how they are feeling how they are thinking that then allows you to th- uh, spot any issues or positives or whatever so you can kind of feel more bonding in that sense
1: okay and that's kind of our five i think sorry no, you got you got <laughs> well, you got five i'm now thinking of um, Okay, right. So we're going to go back into the breakout rooms, but I believe there is. um, It should be. It depends on the the version of Zoom that you've got, but you should be able to move between the rooms. Okay, we'll go. We'll go back into the breakout rooms. Um, So I'm putting down the. qualities of each group. So you each person who read out the, the groups knows what their qualities were. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. So what we'll do is we'll go into the breakout rooms and now everyone other than Erl, Sandra and Sarah can move between the groups. And what you're going to do is listen to each person's pitch and choose the partner that you would you would pick if you had to pick one of those partners who embodied all of those things. Um, does that like make Did sense? you realise this was going to be a dating game night?
4: No, I would have come <laughs> prepared. Totally prepared. I I reckon
2: Estella uh, <laughs> and
1: Alan have stitched me up here. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we're so we're going to go back into the main groups but then you should be able to listen to try and work out like a picture of what someone would look like you had all those qualities and then you you listen to each of them and um so Make are sure. we trying
2: to convince them that uh, the person that we have kind of created is the best it, person to be with?
1: This is like blind date and you are person number three and everyone else is going to listen. But instead of going, instead of it being a, a, um, just on. Well, I don't know the answers. Um, yeah, so you're p- pitching what that person would be like. Um, so, so it's only Errol, uh, Sarah and Sandra and everyone else can ask questions, pick holes, and you've got to decide which one you're going to s- stick with for life. Okay? All right, I'll I'll be jumping in and out of the breakout rooms. So when, when
0: we do that, are we going into like one room each and how are we going to move between the rooms? Are you going to tell so us? So
1: you're going to go back in the same breakout rooms and it should, when you're in that breakout room, um, you should be able to click, I think, breakout rooms or, or it should have an option of join the different rooms. And so then you can flick between them.
3: Where so we'll try find, it. Where do you find that? Hmm.
1: Um, I, I'll come into the groups and I'll show you. Oh. Are you going to
3: prompt us then when to move?
1: No, no, no. You, you ask questions. And then when you think, okay, so th- does everyone know, um, okay, well, um, I've got to finish the qualities, haven't I? Humour, Communication.
2: Wouldn't it be better if people started in different rooms? Because Alan and Estella and I discussed these five, and to us, uh, these look like the right five. But it may be that uh, they need to kind of hear the other five first, they might like Sandra's ones or Sarah's ones.
1: yes but i we're going to start off in your room but my my expectation is that everyone's going to move the room straight off okay. because of that reason
2: okay.
1: and see if they can get a better option i've got popcorn does it count uh, you can't bribe everyone Errol. oh damn
2: well, shall I go and get the roast from the. Oh, I, 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 I do have, I I do have roast. Popcorn, yeah, I, I do have some roast chicken, roast potatoes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sarah, uh, you can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go, Sarah. Sorry about that, mate. Uh I was going I to leave the apple crumble for later, actually, because I also oh. I baked that as well. Uh, <laughs>
0: Apple crumbling cream. God, lovely.
2: Yeah, actually, I like it with ice cream, but uh, yeah, right. cream might work.
1: That, that's not playing fair, I Will? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got hey, to think now. Lo- lo- love is not fair, right? <laughs> so. Who's fair in love and war?
3: <laughs> okay, so I've got to make a pitch to convince somebody that um, I have the right set of... Yeah,
1: they might ask answers. you questions. Uh-huh. Aha. Okay. Hi, Betty. Um, did you catch up with what we? Did you get? A, Hello. Hi. Did you get a grasp of what we're doing?
4: Are you choosing qualities for your ideal partner? Yes.
1: Yeah, so these are we had to go into groups. So they had to pick five qualities that if you were stuck and you've got to commit to this person, you've got to stay with them for life, and there's no get out. Um, so I'm going to join you to a group, but um, you can move between them to whoever you think has the best options right so
4: we, we should listen to the five that they've chosen and then you want me to say which ones i think are the best
1: yeah you got to pick that the person who embodies one of those
4: the person
1: yeah so you imagine that there's a person that embodies all those characteristics um you see you got to pick one of them okay all Right, okay. right i'll see you in the room okay okay i think that's everyone back
2: um, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to vote am i
1: Yes, yeah you can.
2: Oh can I? Well if I to get, get rid about. of this
1: if I get rid of this poll, can you all see the pole? Yeah. yeah. Um no you can only pick one. And you have to stick with that.
2: Okay, <laughs> Sandra, you're not allowed to do that, are you? <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I <have> no
4: choice.
2: <laughs> hey, hang on a minute. Uh, look, look, apple crumble. Okay, I appreciate. It. I've got a thirteen-year-old at home, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I
4: vote for the apple crumble too.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yes. um...
4: the apple crumble
2: wins. Look, look. I mean, I, I was going to get the custard, there, I got ice cream, but. Um,
5: <laughs> all of
2: no,
6: apple crumble you can have every night uh, Jamaica only once
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you need, that, that poll was not quite fair
1: Well, I, I did put <laughs> In fairness, Sandra is the only person who didn't try and bribe people into her groups <laughs> <laughs> oh, while I was there <laughs> Sarah had a little market stall up Oh Oh, wow!
3: Okay, next
1: time I'll do. (laughs) Ladies, this is not fair. (laughs) How? Errol, I I think he was the first one who started it with the roasts and the popcorn. You mean my
3: trip? You mean my trip to Jamaica didn't hold any sort of?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. um, Right. So, well, we have a tie. We have a tie. Oh. Three way. You, oh, okay. Uh, right. Okay. Um, so, do you? Does anyone want to comment on that or, or what you would see? Because what I'm seeing from the lists is quite different. Person. So, Sandra's person is very. Um, very um, growth orientated. Um, you can imagine them like going to seminars. You can imagine them working, like doing charity work or having a very um, like health conscious type business. Um, Sarah's is, is very playful, um, very loving. Um, but may lack some of the growth orientation. Um, Errol's group is again very supportive, they have more humor. So, uh, um, yeah, so so, so Errol's and uh Sarah's are very um, are lighter, um, uh, they have the communication. So, I think one of the things to look at in this is. Which of these qualities are foundational, as in you need them to build others? Which of them are consequences? And which of them are outcomes?
0: I think the apple crumble is foundational, definitely. But on that note, I've got to go. I'm really sorry, guys. It's been really good fun. I'm taking my markets store and i'm getting the hell out of there take care
1: care, you never give us a price but (laughs) anyway have a good evening bye bye we can look at which quality so what i'm asking you to do now is to look at um which are initial foundational ones which are Um, qualities that are a response to something else and which are an outcome.
4: Can you put those in the chat box, Rob, what you just said?
1: Um, Yeah, can you see them on the screen?
4: Yeah, sorry,
7: you said which ones are...
1: Yeah, so what I was going to do was um, put in a box that are foundational A box that is.
5: Can you also explain a bit just so that we have a a common understanding of what is what? I may understand it in a different way that you do, guys.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So we've got some qualities are um, foundational. They, they, They are like at the base. They start something. And then you've got some qualities that are a response. So I would look at loyalty as being a response. I think loyalty comes from trustworthiness. I think if you have a foundation, um, if you have a foundation where you're trustworthy, then people trust that. Um, And then I think trust when mixed with um, respect, creates loyalty. Whereas I would look at unconditional love as being an outcome.
6: But you have to give in order to receive as well.
1: Um true. Uh okay, I need to put text in Okay. Are you are you able to no you're not you are you able to use this to, to write on it and going through there, does anyone look at any of them? So let's let's look at personal development. Oh, Alan can.
6: Oh hang on, maybe I can do that. Too. So just kinda like pressed the pen and just thought to see whether it could and then a colour and it went red on the word. <laughs>
4: oh
1: god. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so let's look at personal development. Is that a foundational, is it response or is it an outcome?
6: foundation
3: it's it's an outcome it can be an outcome
1: but it has to come from the person
3: but it
6: has to yeah it's it's um wh- what do we result
3: have it's an
1: outcome it's a behavior
6: uh, it's uh, a behavior which is coming from the personality
1: yeah i yeah I, I think it's foundational is everyone mm-hmm. in agreement oh, okay i i think that's there's like a growth mindedness and i think that is probably inbuilt um i of course there are times when people can because of the response um become more um interested in developing themselves what about uh, and then grow what about growing together outcomes can i just
4: ask what sort of response does personal development give them and what would okay. the outcome be like personal, personal development would make you growth and supposedly growing would make you your best version of yourself. When you become your best version of yourself, supposedly that it makes you more
1: in love. So what would, de- what would determine your response to personal development? So if someone shows up with personal development, so um, I'm guessing as a group, we're probably quite interested in, in developing ourselves. Um, what has been the outcome for you in or oh, what's well, been the response in relationships like have people responded to that or have they just thought oh, i don't know why you're reading that i'd rather read my
6: comical or... excitement excitement no
3: um it depends on the person i've had um an insecure person just totally rejecting that That, 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 because that it sounds as though that personal development that you're um, embarking or whatever that process is, is going to make you um, outdo them.
1: Yeah. I I think that one. Sorry?
7: I had curiosity every time that I say, tell people that I'm joining these meetups or reading about dating or relationships, people are quite interested in it. But that's so far my feedback from friends and.
1: Okay, yeah. I think it depends on. Um, um, I think it depends on the person, mm.
0: um,
1: and so yeah, I think some people who are interested will be curious. I think, like Sandra says, some people will. will be frightened. Will, yeah, I think the, so. I think the, the range. I think the growing together. I would put that as an outcome. I think if yeah. you've got two people who are. Um, interpersonal yeah. development. Yeah. Um, what about beauty? And we're not talking, remember, we're talking about emotional, spiritual, um, and possibly physical beauty.
4: Foundational?
1: Wait, yeah, that's got to be foundational, hasn't it?
4: Mm-hmm. um yeah.
1: Confidence. An
6: outcome, isn't it? Uh, uh, it could be a response as well, but it has to be a foundation. From the person coming, if the person are not confident itself, it cannot even approach you.
1: Okay, let's look at it this way: um, Are there situations where you're confident, and are there situations where you're unconfident? Like, is anyone always confident? No. No. It depends because confidence depends on the domain, it depends on the environment, it depends on the people. Um, is it a response
2: then, to the situation?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it, by making someone feel safe, uh, they, it enables mm-hmm. them to feel confident. Yeah, good point. And I think in the sense of someone can feel insecure, but because someone else has uh, a different view of them, they can grow into that and then become more confident because of the relationship. So, I think that probably straddles the other two, and it can also be foundational because um, it can someone has to have the confidence for someone else to have the confidence if that makes sense respond because it's
6: responding for the environment
1: yes um, I think it is um, but then I think and I think part of why part of what. Why, they're resp- what they're, oh. Part of what they, of what they, sorry, sorry. Um, um, I, I can, it, can I'm, repeating so I'm repeating on someone's, someone's spe- speakers and, and it's uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable to hear my own voice. My own voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally, I don't have, normally to to have to listen to it. So, so let me just try muting everyone. Um, okay. That's better. So, um, I forgot what I was saying now. but were we still on confidence? Okay, so yes, yeah, so I think confidence can straddle all, all all of them. I think unless someone has the confidence, as Janel said, like they wouldn't approach them, but also like if you've got two totally unconfident people and no one's going to make a move, um, nothing's going to happen, and it takes a certain level of confidence to create the environment for someone to feel safe. Um, social conscience.
3: But also personal development feeds into confidence as well.
1: You have to have a level of confidence to believe in. Yeah, um, that you can make a difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, social conscience. Uh, I think we're looking at response outcomes. It could be any one of them really couldn't. It? Does anyone have any strong views of where it fits?
4: I sort of feel it's foundational myself because it's kind of like pertaining to the core values of someone.
1: Mm. True. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Playfulness.
3: That's foundational as well, I think.
1: Mm. Yeah. And and then again, it can sometimes be a response, but someone has to bring it first. Yeah. Um, Kindness.
3: Foundational.
1: Uh, Acceptance. Isn't that a response? I I think in most cases it is. It it could be foundational. Um, If someone, you know, like you you see these Buddhist monks and that and they're really accepting of everything. Um, But I think in most circumstances, it's probably going to be a response. Um, What about support?
3: I think a supportive person tends to be a person who is kind in the first place.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's kind of... Um, if you're
3: not kind, you will, uh, if you're not a kind person, I would think that it would be very hard for you to be supportive of, mm. of, of most things.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to put unconditional love as an outcome. Does anyone disagree? Someone did say, I think maybe Janos said it, it, um, you have to bring it, or was it Fernando? Um, You have to bring it, you have to have it. Someone has to be unconditional. Um, So unconditionally loving, or is that,
2: I mean, I don't know that you can unconditionally Love anybody, unless, as you say, it's an outcome because of what's happened. If due to historical uh, events and your own experiences, you love that person, even then I wouldn't say perhaps unconditional, because things may change, but assuming that things were so positive, that you feel a very strong Love towards them, so it's an outcome, Mm -hmm. of what's happened in the past.
1: Okay um loyalty we've talked about haven't we do we do loyalty yes loyalty
2: loyalty
1: was uh response wasn't it um and trust trustworthiness um is foundational i think does anyone disagree um we've done supportive humor is similar to playfulness isn't it foundational
0: um
1: and communication
3: I think
1: that's a response.
2: Yeah. Oh. How is communication a response?
3: I would say that it's foundational.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Somebody has to, have to start everything.
7: Because there are people that are more open to communicate, so that is with, like, a characteristic.
3: I, I think it's 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 a learned behavior in a relationship, though, in in some respects, because it's
2: it's. I mean, you can become more communicative in an accepting, supporting type relationship, yeah. but you could say that about lots of things, couldn't you? Um, you can all, if if your communication is foundational, then you can kind of turn around and say, you know what, I don't feel I can speak my voice in this relationship because I don't feel supported. I feel victimized. Hmm. So that's kind of communicating it. How People say that about-
1: so? I, th- I think the question to clarify is, would you do it in all so in all contexts, or is there like is it? Are you more communicative? in some contexts and less than another.
6: Mm.
1: Yeah. So if someone isn't communicative back, do you stop being communicative? If you don't feel safe?
2: What's
1: the- mm. mm. in your personality? Uh,
2: Depends it's- on
6: the subject, yeah. environment.
1: I think this straddles all three really because if you're not naturally communicative, um, it's you could become communicative if you felt safe and you were taught, um, like the, the, your partner modelled for you. Um, and if you're, if neither is communicative, then there's not going to be a communicative response. So, I think there has to be some there, um, but then I think the response depends on how well the communication goes
3: it fits into both then
1: i I think that's one yeah that's quite difficult i would personally i would put it as i would put it as a response um or actually in in my model i've even got it as last as an outcome um because i think you can you can be we can be community communicative but then when we feel disappointed and we start to feel bitter and we get resentments we stop communicating. So for me, ultimately, it's a, an outcome. Right. I'm just going to stop this share. Um, hi Janice.
7: Hiya. Hi everyone.
1: We were, um, we were in breakout group. Well, there was breakout groups and we, um, we're picking the five qualities of if you had to stick with someone for life. <laughs> um, and there was bribery going on um, and all kinds of shenanigans. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got those. Now, okay, so we're going to go again into breakout rooms. And the question now to reflect on is actually, we'll stop from one minute and reflect quietly, privately. You can turn your camera off if you want. Um, is looking over your past relationships, which of those qualities of all the qualities we've talked about? Okay, so before you go into the breakout room and before you think you you think about it, reflect privately. I'm going to share, let me get up um, my model um, and I'll show you the the ones that I consider important Um, and then we'll look at all of them, looking at all of them, think about which ones weren't present in past relationships and would have made the
2: difference. You didn't copy and paste our one, did you?
1: <laughs> just, I'm just quickly doing it, Harold. Don't tell everyone.
7: <laughs>
1: what okay. happened to Alan? Lost Alan, Alan? had to go. Oh, okay. Um, okay, um, right, so this is my model. So my, for me, the foundation Is critical three is integrity, because integrity, which actually Errol's group came up with uh, trustworthiness, which I think is quite similar. Um, So integrity leads to trust. When you have trust, you're more likely to be able to have fun. Um, The opposite of integrity is is deceit. When you have deceit, you have doubt. When you have doubt, you have anxiety. Um, The second one is respect. When you have respect then you engender loyalty uh, when you have loyalty you then are more appreciative so actually one of the one of the big things um, they found in relationship research of the qualities of enduring happy couples is delusional delusional bias that people who are in a, a, a lot longing a, a lasting happy, loving relationship are actually a little bit delusional about their partner. They give them better qualities than they actually have. So the opposite of respect is contempt. When you get contempt, you get stonewalling, which is where people just shut down and say nothing, which then leads to hostility. Uh, The third one is kindness. Kindness leads to compassion and empathy, um, which then gives you the communication. The opposite of kindness is criticism, which leads to defensiveness, which leads to poor communication so um, i'm going to give you a minute quite a minute of silence to reflect in your past relationships which of the, all the qualities we've talked about do you wish were present or which qualities were present which were a deal breaker which broke the relationship or made it unsatisfactory okay so uh, i'm going to time one minute and then we're going to go into breakout rooms and you can discuss it I
2: have a question on this matrix, if I may, just very quickly, where you got you, them and us across the top. Um, Oh. Just what I'm saying, uh, is it meant to be like a matrix or is it meant to be pillars? Because I thought it was pillars rather than...
1: Oh, okay, Uh, yeah, okay. Um, So, uh, that is... If, you, if you're focused on yourself, um, that's integrity. So integrity is focused on you. Respect is focused on when you're thinking of them. And kindness is when you're thinking of, of us. Um, so, so I'm being in, uh, integrity. Yes. So when your focus is on yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that leads to integrity. When your focus is, that focus, that energy is focused on someone else, that's about respect of them.
2: Right, because of um, respecting their integrity. And then if it's also um, integrity, you've got kindness. Is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, and, and it's, quite, it's quite separate. Is um, Like, the, the energy of, of focus on yourself is integrity, making sure that you're whole. Um, the energy of respect is outward of the other person. And then kindness is between is the dynamic between you. All
2: right. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. So if we have kindness between us, then we have compassion or empathy between us, and then we get authentic communication between us.
1: Yeah. So going upwards, it's foundational. How you show up, the response. If your partner is is the right kind of partner, that's the response that they should have. And then that is the outcome that you'll both enjoy in the relationship. And then going this way, it's focuses like the focus on yourself is you be integrity, the focus on how you treat the partner is respect. And the focus on how you conduct yourself is kindness. I don't
2: fully understand it.
1: <laughs> OK, so you've got the foundation you start with. It's integrity. Yeah. Which leads to a response which is the respect, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. The, the response of integrity trust. is trust. There is some, like, leeway. Okay. Um, so the integrity is to trust.
2: Half trust is to fun, I don't know. But you well, might say.
1: Um, try, okay, so the climate is, if you're trusting each other, there's less anxiety, so you're more able to enjoy yourself. Oh, relaxation, it, yeah. Yeah, it could be fun, or, or I, I did have other words for it as well, but it's mm-hmm. like that. Okay, you don't, so have you're,
2: you're more relaxed in the relationship, you're more yeah. Supportive.
1: I mean, it could be more supportive because, um, you're going to trust each other and there's yeah. less,
2: yeah. I, I took fun to mean playful, but that's not really
1: what you meant. What I mean is, you, like, you can be fun with someone when you trust them, um, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. know you know you trust each other, you don't have to worry about each other. Yeah. Whereas in a relationship, when there's resentment and things, yes,
2: okay. Uh, And then when it's them, the risk, so when uh, when you got integrity, so when you're uh, concentrating on them, then it's respect, because you're putting your energy towards them, I suppose.
1: Yeah, so when you focus, so like, when you're thinking about yourself, the focus is integrity. When you're focusing on how you um, treat someone, it's respect. And then when you focus on how you work together, it's kindness. It's quite similar. Respect and kindness is quite similar um, in in the way that, like the focus between you or, or um, to the other person. All right.
2: All right. I'll join the room. Thanks for that.
1: No worries. So... Um, does anyone have any comments, any um, thoughts on what they would like if you could go back in time of what you would do differently in relationships?
6: Nothing, because we will we will not have this knowledge by now. We have to go through about that suffer in order to to understand how we can do better or improving in the future.
1: True. Um, okay, so thinking forward, what lessons will you take? Like personally, when you look at personally how you showed up in relationships, then what what could what have you learned from your journey?
4: Sorry? I would say to be present and see the person for what they really are rather than what you would like them to be.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think that's that's a valuable one. Sorry, Janice, you were going to say as well? Basically,
6: in my perspective, the willingness. So willingness to learn, willingness I want to improve. It's just probably the best word, willingness.
1: That's a good one. So so we've got willingness and um, it was uh, sort of. Presence, yeah, well, it wasn't quite kindness. Um, so we had a, a good discussion in one of the groups of, um, how is it, being, uh, how would you say wrapping truth in kindness.
7: Cotton candy was the word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> OK, so so the essential quality that we have to look for in partners is cotton candy. Um, and Estella is apparently available for £100 per minute.
0: Um,
3: well, actually, I need the cotton candy because I'm the tough one. <laughs> I need to practice not to be so scathing in my commentary at times because I can cut you off at the knees I've been told. Okay, Sandra, to boast, five
7: minutes. Nothing to boast no.
3: about, but <laughs> but I need, I, I, when I'm hurt, I will tear you to pieces Please, just with words. It's, And it hurts. I know. I'm confessing. Uh, (laughs) I'm confessing. So I need to get some cotton candy.
1: Okay. To to give you some context, we were talking about problem solving. You know, like there's the whole men men are from Mars, women are from Venus. And whether you, whether it's men or women or whether it's masculine and feminine or or a particular logical and emotional, um, there were a number of us who were problem solvers. um, And I talked about you can have kindness but it's wrapped in truth or you can have truth but wrapped in kindness or cotton candy (laughs) um so would you would you say that you're when you're scathing sandra are you scathing in solving problems or is it like in an already conflict situation
3: conflict situation
1: conflict situation okay
3: conflict situation because if there's a problem to be solved I'm quite logical and I will work through it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, 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 that's, that's not my problem. I will look for solutions. I will look for ways of, of, of dealing with an issue. Um, I, if I, if you are not cooperating and you don't want to go along the, you know, with me, then we have a problem. Uh, if there is no other way, to solve the issue, that's when we have a problem. And that's when I get, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so if the other person comes to you emotionally, you know, like they're about their day or how unfair it is, and you, you would approach it with logic.
3: No, 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 no. If there's okay, if if you come to me and you've had a bad day and it's, um, you know, and you just want to have a moan and stuff, I am fine. I will listen to you and I will empathize with, with your situation. But if you come to me to help with um, solving an issue, then I go into logic mode. And then I can be very hard-nosed if you start to quibble about little things and you don't want to do what is the logical thing. And then I'll get to the point is, why are you bothering me if you don't want to hear what the solution is? And then I get cross. And then, you know, it's downhill from there because you're wasting my time.
5: Okay. <laughs>
3: And okay, yes, okay, yeah. And probably some people will say, oh, yes, that's a very masculine kind of trait, but that's me.
1: Okay. Um, Right. So, any other qualities or anything that was there that shouldn't have been? What do you mean? Um, well, maybe there was something in, in the relationship that, um, you're talking about, yeah, miss. No, 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 I'm talking, to, and this is open to everyone. Oh, um, still re- re- carrying on from the reflections. So, missing respect, so that's a lack of respect. So, I'm trying to think of maybe are there other things that aren't a lack of some other quality? Um.
7: Because when I think that uh, when you start, uh, the, I said this in the group, when uh, respect starts lacking, it normally is due to something else that is has uh, started to miss out in the relationship and then you stop respecting that person as much as you did before. Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: It does, yeah. Lacking the cotton candy.
7: Yeah. Or integrity
1: <laughs> or, or whatever else.
4: Yeah. But Rob, didn't you have respect as one of the foundations?
1: yes. Um, so respect, as in, and sometimes people will demand respect, it's like you must respect me, and respect means you must act in a certain way, but it's not that, it's the respect of, um, really, it comes down to the respect of listening. So, really, when we talked about that example, the cotton candy, that's really comes from a a lack of respect in listening. So, those of us that are more jump in, it's really um, not having fully full respect for the person. Because what it feels like to that person, because we think we're solving their problems, but what it feels like to them is you're not good enough to solve your own problem. Um, I need to tell you how to do it.
3: So respect is a nuanced thing and can be context-specific.
1: As well? Yeah, it's, it, it's an attitude. Um, so it's, it's having respect for the... It's, it's respecting the person's ability to cope, like the person's ability to solve their own problems. It's having the person's respect. It's having respect for the person in, in terms of um, they're not broken. They don't need fixing. They're um, good enough. It's respecting they're different from you. It's respecting those differences.
3: A part of that respect um, has to do with how you actually listen and interact with a person. Um, because many times we can uh, uh, accuse not just our partners, but people um, who look on the surface as though they're listening to you and that they understand what you're saying or doing, but they really aren't. And so, um, some of the things that are implicit in what you're saying escapes them because uh, so the fullness of what it is that you're trying to communicate does not go across. Does yeah. not is, is is not received.
1: Yeah, there, there's a part of it, like Fernando says, is acceptance of the person, and it's also um, presence. It's also that presence is part of the respect.
7: Is it accepting that they're a separate self and identity as well and you're not trying to put your things on it to fix it because you're saying, oh, you you should be like this, so I'm going to fix it because you're supposed to be like this and rather than stepping back and thinking, oh, you, you're separate, look, just support it and you'll figure it out and go through the steps and, yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay.
3: And sometimes a propensity to fix things um, is a way of getting yourself off the hook because it stops. You don't have to listen anymore.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you focus on on fixing something. And so the rest of which might be the most important part of the whole discussion or what's been said, is you don't have to deal with that. And maybe that's the part that is um, really Costly for you in that it is take it takes a lot out of you. Mm. You maybe emotionally you have to give um what you're not prepared to give. So an escape route for you is to deal with the fixing some fixing a part of the problem.
1: And also it is um so two people are in a relationship, they both got their own ideas, both got their own things. Their, their own vision and, and of how things will work. And so a lack of respect is also my way is better. My vision is better. Um, so it's a, and there's an element of control in it. So respect is um, accepting complete differences and being working to merging them. And respect is also, it's not just respect for the other person, but it's respect for yourself equally. So I would say of the three, the one um, where I'm probably weakest on the one that I would need to work on most is the respect Um, because of that problem solving thing. So now to take a minute um, and think how you've shown up in relationships. So if we're taking the, just the three of integrity, respect, kindness, um so I I would say the one where I need to most focus the one I'm weakest on is respect. Um what would you say for yours personally? You don't have to share it but just consider it.
7: What was the third one focus? Um Inter- integrity, yeah.
1: Respect and kindness.
7: Oh kindness.
2: If you're saying respect means acceptance of the other person's differences. Uh, not trying to...
1: It, it's hard to hear you. It, oh, Carol. okay. Can, can you hear me now? Is that, yeah. Is, okay. Yeah, it's
2: just because yeah. the keyboard's... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So if you if are saying uh, respect is around respecting um, other person's differences, the differences between yourselves, um, then for me it will be respect as well, probably.
7: Sorry, did you just say... Did you say respect integrity
1: and kindness Yes, well, thank you um, did you want to talk in breakout rooms or did you want to stay here
4: but could you could you give us a rundown of what in, of what each of those briefly would look like?
1: okay so integrity so the um, so let me share the screen again. Um, these are the qualities integrity, respect kindness, so the focus. Um, is where is your energy and your attention focused? If it's focused on yourself, it results in integrity. So integrity means that you say what you mean. It means that you do what you say you're going to say. So everything that you think, say, and do are aligned. So therefore, you have integrity. So therefore, because if you have a lack of integrity, who you say you are, And what you do are two different things. That gap creates mistrust. So when you have integrity, it means people know who you are. They know what you stand for. They know what you believe in. And they know, likely, the kind of person that you are. So that's what the trust is in. And then the last one, um, it could be fun or it could be, Um, I had other things up there as well, but it's it's the fact that someone knows who you are. The core of this is you know who you are, so it's self-awareness, it's self-expression, and the other person sees you in the same way as you're expressing it. Okay, does that make sense?
4: Yes, thank you.
1: Okay, respect. Respect is where your focus is on the other person. So when your focus is on the other person, the alternative to respect is contempt and so when you're trying to change someone when you're saying what you do isn't good enough your vision isn't right that's contempt so respect is i'm curious i'm curious about you as an individual i want to know how you're made up i want to like i want to know how you are made up not from a judgmental point But from an appreciative point, you're a human being. You're made up of experiences. You're made up of your temperament, which is different to mine. You have a different vision. I'm interested in your vision. I'm interested in what you're interested in. I'm interested in what makes you who you are. Um, All of those things. Um, And so when you act like that, someone feels understood. They feel heard. They feel supported. They feel valued for who they are. So that creates loyalty, which creates appreciation because when you feel good, the difference between appreciation and hostility is when you feel good about someone. So one of the problems in dating is we idealize people. So someone we don't really know because we are attracted to them, we have feelings for them. We think they're everything that's good. And we think they're really this perfect person. Um, but in a relationship actually um they found like one of the things that that was um a core ingredient of happy lasting relationships was delusional being delusional about your partner in a a positive way like positive delusions so an appreciation does that if you feel good about someone you tend to see the good in them there's good and bad in everyone if you feel bad about someone, you see the more negative aspects. All right? Does that make sense? Yes, thank you. So kindness is your orientation to what's between you both. So respect is focused on them, but it's also on yourself, if that makes sense. Kindness is to both of you as well. So kindness is focusing on the style of interaction. Is this kind or is this, um, so the opposite of kindness is is criticism. So kindness is where there's a benefit of doubt. Can you give it to the person? What can you do to be generous even in those moments when they don't deserve generosity? And so when you do that, there is, um, it creates a a climate where people are more compassionate and empathic. And then when you have that, there is more open and honest communication. Whereas if you're critical, people are defensive, um, which then closes down communication. Does that make sense?
4: Did you say it's focusing on the style of communication, as in not just saying what you say, which might be a half half truth, for example, but saying something and considering their feelings, and that's what kindness is.
1: Yes, um, yes, it's 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 um, it's really looking at the person, which which these are quite closely linked. So, respect is looking at the person, understanding the makeup of the person. Kindness is then shaping what you have to say in the way that's kindest to them. It's, right. So, it,
4: it, it's, a, it's 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 sort of born of empathy, then.
1: Yeah. Um, so, kindness. So, so these are um, kindness is the attitude behind respect, um, and also the way that you communicate.
4: Okay, thank you. Well, that's my weakness. Kindness. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean it's your weakness, Sandra?
3: It means that with uh, with regards to respect, if I feel um, that I have lost respect, then it is reflected in how I interact. And that um, my consideration of how to address you, how to react to you, is not necessarily um, to be what would I call it now? To be kind to you, or to consider your feelings. I may hurt. I may, I may hurt your feelings by not being considerate. Yeah, it, change, it, it changes the level level of consideration that I have for your well-being, for your
1: emotional well-being. So re- respect is kind of how you think of the person and kindness is what you give to the person. You give to the person, right. So it affects how I deliver um,
3: whatever it is that I'm delivering, be it, um, be it in words or be it in action.
7: If you've lost respect, you find it hard to be kind. Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah, in in essence.
7: Is that not a bit of self-preservation? It is. Okay, I needed to learn that bit.
3: (laughs) But it's it's also it's also a signal of my uh, my state of mind.
7: Is that like so? If you get displeasure,
3: yeah, it's 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 a signal too. I am displeased with you. Or I feel disrespected, or whatever. Um,
1: yeah. So then, the the contrary, like Janice says, is is you can be too kind. So, um, and and so that that's I'm I'm not um, saying that's the truth, but that's the. Um, yeah, That's what the, can the,
7: happen is you, if if there's a lack of respect and you're still being kind, then what happens is you, um, if you have, if you're trying to still outwardly be kind, then you sort of shut down within, mm. um, like, not not rejection.
1: Pulling um, away. I
7: can't think of a word. Just shut down. I don't, I don't know any other way to So,
1: so, you, so you can look at stonewalling is basically shutting down not taking well, It's not even in. that
7: it's not it's not ignoring anyone because you'd still perhaps on the outside be uh, communicating in a way but just not but it's just more functional rather than actual any feelings behind it it's almost like that all shuts down because you, you you're you're be you've been kind and it's kind of gone so far that then it's run out so it you just I'd, yeah, it just shuts down. I, can't, I don't know. But oh, I did sorry. have a word for it, but I can't think what the word is now. Isn't that overcompensating though? <sighs> um
3: in other words, it's not over it's not it's not too much kindness. It's it's you have gone into a compensatory mode where you're trying to do something which is not
7: Yeah, kind. because you can still see it from their side. So then right. you think, oh, right. So you still think, well, I don't want to do that because that's really horrible. If I was in their shoes and you, and you still try to see it from their point of view, but then that's quite damaging to yourself. So in a way, your version is a bit better because you're not going down that line. You're kind of going, that's enough and that's it. Ah, uh, you when don't you set boundaries. Yeah, when you go past that point, it's like... um uh I can't, yeah, it's really annoying me. I had a word for it earlier. Now I can't think it's just escaping me.
3: So it's a bit deceptive in a way because it is not, it's not the truth that you are uh, of the situation. Um, So there's a bit of deception in that, in that you're creating, um, and we all do it, I think, to, to keep things on an even keel and to not ruffle feathers. We overcompensate with what appears to be genuine kindness.
6: I would call it this, it's like we don't know our boundaries until we not realize. I had this problem a lot of lot of times. I could not set my boundaries. That's the line. I'm not agree with that. I still like you, but I'm not agree.
3: So you will not cross this line?
6: Yes. Otherwise, the person doesn't know. It's like you're teaching the puppy as well, where to poo. It's the yeah,
7: same th-
6: for the people as well.
7: Yeah, so I think sometimes what happens, though, is that you, there there is a boundary, and then it, it kind of gets worse. So then that boundary, you think, okay, maybe if I put this boundary here, then it will be okay. But then that boundary gets broke. So you think, okay, maybe if I bring this boundary here, and that gets broke. So it's that's what it kind of then gets to a point where it's like, is it accommodating I, down. I can't I don't know what the word is for that is yeah. it being over accommodating yeah being over accommodating to the point where it's ridiculous and it's just enough is enough yeah
1: so is that um so all of these are double-sided as yeah. in um respect for yourself respect for a kind to yourself um so is it uh is it respect issue Like of yourself, self
6: respect, yes, it is, it is because you don't know yourself what you don't know until it's not coming to your path.
7: If I try and look at this as from an objective point of view, then yes, I can see why you'd say why you would think that. But when you're in it, if you were in the situation, I would say uh, the only way, um, if someone constantly changes your reality then it puts so much doubt in your mind that then you think, oh, maybe I am wrong. So then you change that boundary because you think, maybe I I have got it wrong. Maybe that is not right. Maybe it is this way. And then that doubt makes you reset that boundary because you're thinking, well, maybe if they're right and I'm wrong, then you give them more leeway. Self-confidence as well.
3: So there is Mm self-doubt coupled with, um yeah self-doubt is part and part of, of of that as well in terms of pushing the boundaries because you're doubting yourself so you you keep changing
7: yeah. i think if if you ha- I think what makes it different as well is if you have got children or you haven't got children is once there's children involved then you are more likely to do those things because it's not just you it's going to affect its other people so then. Mm-hmm. I think you try to perhaps accommodate things that bit further than you would. So, like maybe, so so for example, if you had no children and then it hit a boundary, you're more likely to go, "That's that's just ridiculous. That's enough, enough," and walk away. But I think once you have children, you're you're more likely to reevaluate those boundaries and think, "Okay, can I work this out? Okay, maybe if I give on this and work this out." Okay, maybe if I work on this and give move this back a little bit, do you see? Do, do you see what I mean? Yeah. So, so you're trying to be kind because you're considering <laughs> everybody, but but maybe your own immediate feelings because you're looking at it as a um, a complete picture rather than just this one person. Don't know. That's why I was saying. I think your way was a bit of a safer way. <laughs> it needs to be. I need a bit of that there.
2: <laughs> I agree with that. That certainly is good. I mean that someone that was uh, that resonates with me as well in my own situation. I've got three kids, um, and you're right. When things don't work out, you kind of you can You have to think. Well, do I break up a family? I mean, just because things aren't working out, um, you know, we got married and, you know, we got kids and, you know, they're all young, so you think, well, um, you yeah, know, we'll make it work, it'll, it'll be alright. Uh, and, you know, you just, oh, I just need to be a bit more tolerant or accepting. Yeah. And perhaps, normally you will turn around and say, hang on a minute, I can't put up with this, if, if this is the way you want to be, then I feel disrespected or, uh unkind or whatever you want to call it and uh you know you could you can kind of turn around and say enough is enough we either change it or we agree that this isn't right for us. But you're right. Then uh, you've got the little ones there you kind of go well maybe you know we just have to put up with it for their sake. Yeah.
1: Who, okay just quick question who feels that they've stayed in the relationship longer because you know, children are a big one, but there's also cultural expectations. There's also um, people are avoiding, like, don't want to be single because then they have to go out and they don't know that they're going to find anyone else. Um, um, who feels that they stayed in a relationship too long for some other reason?
4: What about the sunk cost fallacy? Because the longer yeah. you stay, the more you feel, You're. well... I'm I'm robbing myself just because I've I've already stayed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that's one of the bias, you know, when we look, look at biases that people have. So the sunk cost in, in terms of um you've put in so much, um, I'm you know, I'm not gonna lose this. So many people end up with like with the wrong person because they go, Oh yeah, but I've been in this relationship two years, I'm I'm not losing that now. Um, and which is like the the key rule of investment, isn't it? Is that you? You start from zero. Was it zero base? Not me. <laughs> yeah,
7: I didn't think of it like that. I did. You said so I didn't. <laughs> no, not, not I, I, that it wouldn't have even crossed my mind. That's just really alien idea to me. <laughs> is it you?
1: <laughs> what, what What do you mean?
7: Grasp that idea. I just don't grasp that idea of thinking of it as a investment. I just didn't even think of it in that way i know well, well, you are investing you're investing time energy so i can see it but mm. i just it never crossed my mind to think of it in that way
1: well a lot of people will be in a, in a relationship and they're like oh well they're they're, they're really good uh, you know they're, they're great at this the greatest this, but this problem and um we say well are you happy in the relationship no not really but but i've given so much to the relationship i'm not going to leave, leave it now what if I leave and someone else comes along and they're the perfect person for? That's why um, people stay in these relationships. Up, sometimes
3: blocking up persons' happiness or blocking up person is the strangest reason to stay in a relationship.
7: Uh, yeah. And that's why I'm quite
1: surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that's cutting
7: off
1: your nose to yeah. <laughs> really oh, It's kind of people getting this pattern of they think...
7: Are they for kind of valuing it then? Because that's like, they, yeah. but they're valuing it differently. They're break If they're thinking like that, they're kind of thinking, is it worth it to me? That kind of sounds like you're thinking about what you can get out of it, what's its value to you? I mean, we do well, that on some level, but yeah. it just sounds more... Calculate, you know. Well,
1: it's, it's people are like, Well, I'm not going to leave. I, I'm not going to leave. I've put so much into this relationship. I'm, um, yeah. And people have said to me, um, Well, what if I leave and then, and then, like, someone else gets the perfect partner?
7: What, because you've trained them up? <laughs> That's yeah. what it sounds like. <laughs> I've taught them how to be a good husband. Now, <laughs> there you go. And then they've got the benefit. Yeah. <laughs> I can see That's it, right. but I just I,
2: didn't think that way. I have to say, I don't recognize that I told Rob. And no. and, and, and <laughs> Rob, you know my background, I mean with... And I mean, I was there for her. And I think in a way, she grew and became stronger as a result. Um, because there were certain issues that made her incorrectly think well, made her in confidence, let's just say, um, and through the years, and this is to be made, perhaps me being disrespectful because I kind of worked on that, created the environment, in which she became a lot more, uh, Well, she's, she's a lot more capable, she's a lot more independent person now, as a result, um, of, of the environment. But not once have I actually thought, oh, she wants to now, and she's the one that wanted to divorce. Um, and somebody else is now going to inherit this stronger woman that I created. Uh, I, I th- it actually thought has never crossed my mind, I have to say. Um,
5: <laughs> See, I mean, have to say uh, that the, I have heard, sorry.
2: Sorry, no, all, all I was going to say was just very quickly that um, she found her voice and Perhaps she now decided to say, look, you know, you are not the one for me, and Very let's just denied. break it up, and that, that was her confidence, Very that she now had the confidence to say, and maybe before it's she denied. didn't, but... Yeah, okay, 23 years down the toilet to some degree, but, you know, what the hell. <laughs> Sorry, you okay.
5: uh,
1: no, kind of... were you gonna...
5: Yes, I was going to say that uh, the concept of relationship as an investment, uh, effort, time, investment, even money investment. I I have heard it, not that I share it, but I've heard it. Uh, And sorry lady if you get offended, but mostly from female side, especially not as much as the end of the relationship, like um, I have invested so much time and effort and love in this relationship as from the beginning of the relationship. Should I invest so much time in this relationship, if it's going to take me here, or if it's going to take me there. So, that that concept of relationship as an investment of time and effort, I have heard of it. Should should I invest that time in this relationship, if it's not going to go anywhere? (coughs) Should I invest it in the relationship? Yes, because it's going to take me there. So yes, I I have heard of it, not that I share it.
7: I, was gonna say, I can understand that if the woman's young and she wants to have children and she's thinking of it as investing her time because she's thinking to, uh, sort of time as in time to raise a family and that sense.
5: But I'm 50. i no, it's still the same.
7: Hmm.
5: It's
3: like having a pair of shoes in the closet and you never take it out to wear it. What's the point?
1: <laughs> <laughs> i feel I sure you have it. <laughs> i think it's also uh, behind a lot of the attitudes like on dating sites where people are uh, no time wasters don't waste my time um and that is in a sense because and I, I think i don't think that the view is um i don't think the view is wrong i think there is like i think you know love is a currency like money it's not something that we buy and sell but we do things for love. We do things for money. Um, so, and I think that there is an investment, as in um, there is some end result. That's the reason, like, we're, we're all here to learn and, and improve our perspective on relationships so that we have better relationships. So, that's we're recognizing that investing time and energy can lead to what we really want. So I don't think it's the problem of the investment, but when you have, when it dominates at the expense of integrity, respect, kindness, um, then it becomes sort of soulless. And then it's about what am I getting? It becomes what
7: I thought. That was what I kind of thought when you said it in that way, it was like, Oh, that sounds really Mm. not, not the complete opposite of the way. I would look at it. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That. But but I can see when you look at it and you break it down logically and you go, well, yeah, you are. You are investing time. You are investing effort. You are, if you start to build something together, you are investing money. So it, it is really, it's just, it's not my immediate way of um, thinking about it. But it is logical, yeah.
1: Hmm. I, I think it's very interesting. We were talking last week about value, um, that value where you spend your money shows what you value, and if you look at relationships, when the average wedding is thirty two thousand pounds, the average um, engagement ring is seventeen hundred pounds, the uh, the average divorce costs aside from living costs is like thirteen grand. How many people spend that much, invest that much time? You know, like when you look at a wedding, like months, years sometimes of people like, where are they gonna sit? What dress are we gonna get? What cake are we gonna get? Mm-hmm. Yet they they spend n- nowhere near that amount of time on building for the relationship. They'll invest that much in one day. So so I think there is there is the concept of investment, whether we understand it or not, but when we take like consciously, um That becomes an issue because our focus is on what we're getting, whereas the whole basis of kindness and respect is what do we give. Um,
4: But but would you be willing to give out kindness and respect if you're not getting something back, your needs, your desires met? So in in that case, would it not be reciprocal then, rather than just giving, you're giving and getting?
1: Yeah, I I, so I think um, kindness and respect are double-edged it's kind it's respect of their makeup it's respect of your makeup what do you need to be to to be like when we're talking about the scale what do you need to be above the line what do they need to be above the line and in terms of kindness what do i need to give them for them to to like be raised up what do i need to to be raised up So. um,
4: But that kindness is reciprocal, isn't it? Because realistically, people aren't going around giving to random people down the street to raise them up. They're giving to people who can give them something back. Exactly. The relationship is symbiotic, isn't it?
1: Yes, because otherwise and and it's it's not sustainable. If you're the one that's always giving kindness, you're always understanding and they don't reciprocate. Then ultimately the the relationship is going to collapse. So if we carry on with the analogy of an investment, if you keep investing, um, and so you keep giving, so you keep investing in understanding someone, and you keep giving. And if you look at it in like, if we look at a business, it's like economic terms. But if you understand like emotional bank account um, that they you need in order for you to survive, like nutritionally, we need oxygen. We need water. We need um, nutrition, but we also need like spiritual nutrition, which is what we're getting from a relationship. So if you're giving um, constantly and it's not symbiotic, symbiotic and you don't get anything, eventually you're going to be depleted and when you're depleted you're going to be below the line they're not going to get what they want it's it's really when you look at narcissistic relationships they don't work long term because someone is looking to get they're looking for a source to to supply their own lack and ultimately they're going to drain the person dry
7: and then that's what I was saying. when then, you don't feel anything, that's where you shut down,
1: yeah. Because it, it, it what, it, it, yeah, it's, it's you have be, you become depleted. Um, and so the relationship needs both because otherwise, it's going to die.
6: So, you mean more like a flow, like a yes. cash flow, transaction flow, yeah. emotional flow?
1: Hmm.
7: So, it's going in and someone's taken out, it's going in, taken out, so it's always in. That's-
1: yeah, in debt yeah. in a way. Yeah. So, so, a below the line relationship is one where the debt, debt drags yeah. it down. Whereas, when there's a flow, so, so when you look at a successful business, um, so the flow there is economic, like monetary, the currency is money. So, look at Apple, right? We, we all buy, whether you like, I'm guessing most people are on here have some Apple product or um, but we buy Apple products because they're easy to use, because they do things that other things don't, and because we like them. We So people, without them even advertising, people are queued down the street to to spend way over the odds of, of an a Android phone that does more or less the same. Um, and so then um, they then create, new things and they, what they've captured is they're able to be ahead of everyone and come up with what we want without us being able to say, you know, like if you'd gone back to the, before the iPod, people would have said, what do we want? We want, um, uh, Walkman that has longer life. Um, but they came up with the idea of like the iPod, a thousand songs in your pocket. So that, Creates the monetary flow, so they're the richest company because um, we're happy to spend with them because of what we get back. Same Amazon, um, they're so huge because it's so easy to buy from them. In a relationship, if you if someone is um, giving you that kind of exchange, so it's obviously it's different, but it, it's you give respect and you get back kindness, you give respect and, or you give kindness and you get respect um, and empathy and all of those things. That's the flow that keeps the relationship above the line. Does that make sense? Does everyone get the, because often related to like investment or finance, people say it's not, it's nothing to do with that, but it's not about the money.
7: No, it's the trend. It's the imbalance.
1: Yeah. So the money, so the money is like the, the level of the content that we see, but the concept is recipro- reciprocity. So the economy works on recipro- reciprocity and a relationship works on reciprocity. So they're the same, but here you've got money, here you've got love. So in that sense, the currencies are what goes above
7: I had a partner describe it as transactional. I don't I I can't stand that um to put that analogy to a relationship as transactional, but
1: I think it's transactional when it's um so we have so when you buy something from someone and it's transactional, um, it's I want this, I give you this. A relationship is more it's not necessarily transactional, like you have business relationships that are more l- longer standing that you have a supplier that you work with because you trust them and because you know that they always do good work and there's there's give and take and there's some leeway
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it's a, it's it's a little bit in in the, it's transactional in the sense that you get a res- result, but transactional sounds like it's a one off
0: yeah
3: that Whereas <laughs> there is some other word. The notion of kindness why, why, why is that can't we... you give without actually um, expecting one to one, you do something for because you want to do it, mm-hmm. and because of but... the effect that it has on the person who is receiving. Yeah. But you have a notion, you have an understanding that there is to coin to use your word reciprocity on, from the other person to you. It's just that it is not a one. Uh, it's just not an equal and opposite reaction one on one. It's not equal and
7: opposite. You don't expect it. You, you don't expect it from and that it to be there and then. It could be yeah, it future. Be future. It,
4: it doesn't have to be there and then. But a relationship yeah. is an ongoing reciprocation. So in that sense, it's an ongoing transactional relationship. Because if you give and give and you don't get back, you're not going to be fulfilled. So you're not going to give anymore, are you? Yeah,
1: so relationships
4: I- are transactional.
1: I I think there's transactions within the relationship, but it's a longer standing to trust because that transaction you made is. And so in terms of kindness, kindness is about giving, but you're giving to the relationship. So respect is about respecting of the person. The focus is on the person. Who who is this person? How do I understand their makeup? How do I understand and appreciate them? Mm
7: -hmm.
1: Kindness is you give, but you give to the relationship because what it's doing is – you're not giving to the person and they take away, but you're giving to the relationship. And so Mm. what it does is it raises them up. So they're able to give more. Mm. So they give, they also give to the relationship. So what you have is all the, for want of a better word, investment for all the, what you're giving stays within the relationship. So the relationship gets richer and richer and richer. And you so you rise up. Mm -hmm. So you have more resources because you've, given so um, if you're giving
4: to the relationship it's another word of saying you're doing it for your benefit as well as
1: theirs yeah all of these yeah, yeah it it is so if you're the kindness is that you're giving um but you're giving it is in, in in essence the um the the to the relationship so so that the relationship gets better and so that you then reap the the benefit of that so it's more uh, like a water for the plant. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 and also, like plants are a uh, symbiotic, so by watering this plant, it makes the soil better for this plant. Sorry.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: I heard it being called the uh, emotional bank
5: account. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're mixing a couple of concepts in here. Uh, have you um, heard of this positive. wheel of consent?
1: Sorry, can you say that again, Fernando? Yeah.
5: Have you heard of the will of consent? Does no, I don't think so. The will of consent? No? Rob, that might be really good for one of your seminars. H- have a look to the will of consent. Okay. So pretty much you have a circle, uh, you divide it in four. One is giving, the other is taking. So, no, giving, receiving. So, if I give you something, you uh, the other person receives something. Uh, taking and allowing. So I'm not really giving. I'm just allowing somebody taking it from me. And something that is in the central center. uh, Robin, you won't see many ones with the center saying sharing. So if I have two apples and I give you one, I have lost one. I have the feeling of lost. Yes, and, and, and therefore... I have one, you have one. If I have two apples, you take away one from me. Well, bit... yeah, the one. There, there, there are many ways of doing it. The, the key that we don't see in this one is the sharing, which should be in the middle. And if I have two apples and I share two apples with you, I have two apples, you have two apples. In total, there are four apples. Does it make sense? They're not four apples, but I have two and you have two because I'm sharing my two apples with you.
0: Mm.
5: So we're in pieces and we're sharing that. And then in in currency is it creates benefits. So the two apples has become four. It has multiplied. It has grown. And it has grown for both of us. And I feel that I still have two apples and you feel that you have two, two apples. And, and, and I think, Rob, that's what you're saying. I'm not giving it to you. I'm giving it to the Relationship is in the middle. I put it in the middle of the table, the two apples, and it's for us. But, but that's why I'm saying that we're mixing a bit: that giving, receiving, taking, allowing. Uh, sometimes it's a bit confusing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, we'll have to I'll have to look into that after. I've not come across that before.
7: I think I'm sort of seeing it as like two people in a boat. And if there's only one of you paddling, then you're just going to go round and round in a bloody circle. But if you're both paddling, then you're going to move forward together because you're both putting into it. Yeah.
1: I'll
7: do metaphors. I'll do. But, but you have, have, to
5: have to paddle coordinately, you otherwise, you'll keep going in
1: rounds.
7: Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just one of you putting in all the effort, and it's like, yeah,
1: wait a minute, we're not getting anywhere. So. Mm. Yeah. And then eventually one person gets worn out. And so the boat doesn't move at all. hmm. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> Okay. Um, well, I think we've quite covered, covered that. So, um, yeah. So the, the idea of the artis- artisanal relationship then is um, Above the line is relationship heaven, below the line is relationship hell. Um, And so I think universally you need integrity, you need respect and kindness for all relationships. And then individually, the artisanal relationship is what do you need in order to be happy? And then what does someone need to supply in a relationship for you to be happy with it. So, but you must be
3: able to, to, to receive, you must be in a place where you can receive what is being given to you.
1: Yeah. So true. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. So the, so the idea of the artisanal, so yeah, so there is that. So the idea of the artisanal relationship is that you know what you need. You show up with what you have to show up in order to bring the best out of the other person and also know what you need from. um, So there's individual, individual aspects that only you are going to want in your relationship. You know, that's that's personal to your makeup. But the universals are kindness, integrity and respect.
3: But I suppose there is a we could all have another discussion as to what kindness means because kindness means different things to different people and (laughs) what might be for the giver a, a great act of kindness may not resonate with the receiver at all.
1: The five kindness languages. There's a book in there, Sandra. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if you've got the five love languages, I think you should write the five kindness. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yes. I, I actually had, I had three more. I was going to break out into breakout rooms of with, one, you know, like you, you IRL, and, and Sarah did one each. I was going to do one with integrity, one with respect, and one with kindness. Um, but we ran out of time. But, yeah, um, I think it would be good to do one of definition, um, I think, um, coming to a more clarified definition, because w- words are so difficult. Mm. That when we looked at those lists, I looked at a lot of them, and I thought, like, trustworthiness, I would say, is is very similar to integrity I think it's integrity that creates trust um i playful and humor I would put as the similar types um but it was interesting the one that uh, I think everyone or most groups had was uh being supportive
7: So what okay. you at the beginning, you had to put what you what was need. Is that what people did? Put what they needed.
1: So um, no, there was three groups, and the uh, each breakout group was looking at five qualities. If they had to stick with someone for for uh, for life, what five qualities would they? They could pick five qualities, and then they had to commit to them and stay with them for life.
7: Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. But uh, so we have. We have lots more to define in another another session, and we'll have to a look at that. I'll look into that wheel of consent. Thank you for that, Fernando. Um, right. Well, thank you, everyone, and have a good week. And next week, I think we've got—is it the hill I die on, or the hill you'll die on? The hill I die on. Not, 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 not that we're going to kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Coming with my cotton candy floss next week. I'm going to go and see if I can get some candy floss where anyone's (laughs) open. Okay, this is my this is my practice for 2021. What's that? Candy floss. Not eating it, but wrapping Wrapping it.
3: Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah, I'm with you on that one.
1: (laughs) It's the cotton candy quest.
3: Ah, I think I'm too old to change.
1: Oh, never too, never old. too are old. Are you breathing? I
7: know. I know.
3: <laughs> the question is do I really want to change?
7: I was going to say that. Is it that you're too old to change or you don't want to? <laughs> exactly.
1: So I don't really
7: want to change.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to have a, a future one with Estella doing candy floss. <laughs>
4: <Now> <laughs> to do if we can all
1: club together and afford her. <laughs> Right, have a good week. Thank you, everyone.
4: Thanks, Rob. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Bye.